0: And so what? Are you just walking around the halls now opening up people's pickle jars or what's going on?
1: Eventually, I hope to have just Popeye forearms and I'll just walk around. Oh,
0: amazing. Like, Without the fucking useless spinach too.
1: <laughs> I can't decide if, if, if the quality – like I mean if, if – I, I keep on thinking this thing is going to break on me. welcome to the straight love podcast and uh <laughs> usa oh god jim what's happening
0: i don't know stuff? let's let's figure out what else could stand for those three letters usa yeah i don't know
1: you senile oh abomination, one- there's a start which is uh, kind of what joe biden is actually so that's a bit of uh, a segue Not that I'm a Joe Biden. You know what? I'm not a Joe Biden fan. I'm not a Donald Trump fan. I think that they're both awful. Yeah. Um, I think that Joe Biden stands for nothing. You know, like, okay, that's great. They're going to get out Trump. I think that they're going to get Trump out. But so what? Like, and then what? Like, okay, the first day that they swore that, that Biden gets sworn in, like, what's his policy?
0: I don't know what is it? what <laughs> what what is he him? what is he campaigning? Well,
1: I mean, I don't pay attention, so I, mean, I don't have a clue. It's nothing like you know. There's no Green New Deal. There's no healthcare for all. There's no. I mean, what what the, the, his whole so campaign was? Don't vote I'm not that guy, headed moron. Yeah, I'm exactly. not that guy. Yeah. Which I mean, hey, that might work, I guess, because that's kind of it. Seems like there's so much hate down there, and I mean, around the world, I guess, for Trump. So, but I, I don't follow politics enough to really. Understand how Biden ended up being kind of the the, the best guy for the job, or the best the Democratic Party could do. You know, you're kind of going from one old, demented, creepy white guy to another.
0: <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the case.
1: Yeah, you know, they're both in their like mid 70s. Biden, like, I'm he's a couple of years away from an old folks' home. Never mind the White House, man. I don't know what people are thinking. So, let me. Let, It it, it never ceases to amaze me how much people kind of invest in who's who's president and how they think it's going to affect them personally.
0: That's an interesting point. That's actually a really great point because I was thinking about this earlier in that I don't really care much for politics. And I know a lot of people would get uh, up in arms about that. Like, for example, I have the odd conversation with my pops about it. And he'll say, "Don't you care?" And I'll say, "No, not really." Oh, your dad cares. Yeah. No, well, he's a, he's a seventy two year old Ukrainian, right? So he's kind of, he's got like curmudgeon in his DNA.
1: But I mean, are we talking Canadian politics?
0: Yeah, or- more so Canadian. Okay, um, okay. He just he he watches the U.S. Fucking circus because he's kind of got nothing more sort of to do. But it's entertaining. Well, I I guess so. I just, I just think it's detrimental to your well being. But nonetheless, but he'll he'll say, "Don't you care?" And I say, "Well, truthfully, not really," because I haven't cared for up to this point in my life, Mm -hmm. and I seem to be doing. Okay, Sure. Y- you know, relative to whatever the issues at hand are that come through, I- I'm like, I don't really know what I would be able to, what me caring sort of would do. And I-, I know that's a bit irresponsible, because voting is important, for sure. Sure, of course, right. But at the same time, it-, it sort of just seems, as much as I've paid attention, it seems to be as though whoever is running the country, someone's always upset about it. Right. Yeah. So no matter, what. no matter what. So okay. So let's 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 then
1: kind of flip the script and talk about Canadian politics. Like since Trudeau has been our prime minister, how do you feel as though it's it's impacted your life? I actually probably I follow Canadian politics even less than uh, American politics. Believe it or not, uh, I, I know that Trudeau came in and, the, and and he campaigned on I will legalize marijuana, and he did that. So. Mm-hmm kudos to, to Trudeau for actually following through on a campaign promise which a lot of politicians don't actually do mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how that's benefited the company I'm sure that we've been raking it in tax wise so that there, there's there's there, that's got to be reinvested I guess into the economy somehow yep other than that I know that there's been some scandals with yeah I feel but I like I, I don't know man like overall what how is that impacting me as an individual like I think that We kind of get lost sometimes
0: in what we can and can't control. That's a great point. That's excellent, actually. And more so the things that we can't control, we get lost in. Because I would imagine we probably just get so frustrated with the fact that we can't control it. Precisely. And that's how we evacuate our feelings. Yes. Yeah. But think about the wasted
1: energy in spending four years Hating Trump every single day, tweeting about how much you hate him, tweeting at the president, like, right. like that's going to do something.
0: Right. Yeah. Because you know, like,
1: and talking to all your friends about it and fuck this guy. And he's the worst. and Yeah. OK, so now he's out. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm I don't know if that's for sure. I, I think he's going to win. I'm you know, I'm, I've kind of been following this uh, a little bit. OK, so he's out. Now, what happens in your life? Are, you, are do you wake up tomorrow and you're like, I'm I'm great now, top of the world, top of the world. I've you know I've had four years of hating one particular person, but now I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Let's just let's go outside and take a walk around the neighborhood and smile and laugh at people. Resolution.
0: <laughs> I've achieved it. You know, it's just it. I I don't know. Like, what have you? I don't get it. I, I feel it's very tough to, it's very tough to be compassionate and objective in saying something like this. But it just it seems like their country is such a fucking mess. Yes, and from afar it does. Certainly, and you don't want to paint everyone who lives there with the same brush because there's three hundred and fifty million, 50 people. million yeah. people that yeah. live there, right. and so I would be very hard pressed to believe that they're all as sort of off the center path as you see mm-hmm. in the media and whatnot, but it's like, well, holy shit. I, I think that that's a great
1: point, Jim. And I think 350 people, that's a lot of people. There's a lot of different States out there and and even state by state, the quality of living is different. You know, the riding in different parts of the country, but Whenever you're watching the news, and I don't watch the news a lot, but when you do have it on, it's it's fear and it's chaos, and this is the the, the people are breaking into Walmart's here and they're stealing things. But wh- how is that an accurate representation of what's happening across the country? You know, like there's there's some states I'm assuming that are probably doing relatively well despite COVID and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I, I, I think that it gives us a skewed perception, especially for people like us who are on the outside looking in, saying, wow, this is a divided country. Everybody hates each other. You know, it's either one side or the other. And, uh, you know, race
0: relations are a mess and,
1: and, and, and whatever else. And is a Biden presidency going to fix all that? No. If it really is as bad as people are saying I is?
0: can't see how any one person is going to fix any of that. I thought to myself today, self, I wonder what would happen <laughs> if, if people just stop paying so much fucking attention. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you like, I don't know what a, what a relevant reasonable analogy is, but you know, the, the loud mouth in the room who just wants attention and is screaming and shouting and jumping around and dancing around and Trump? Yeah. Oh, sh- there, yeah, <laughs> there you go. If, if that person just is ignored Eventually, they just tire themselves out. I would imagine, and then they just go away. And then they just go away. Huh? So I just don't know. It, it, this is so. It's so far away from me. This concept of people thriving off of attention, no matter what it is, what type of attention it is, it's so far away from from how my brain works. I just don't understand that. Why? Why the complexion of it is, and and why people do care so much. I guess I'm I'm exactly on the opposite end where I don't give a shit whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But people care so much, like you've alluded to, that they will break into places and burn down places and yeah. ride. And you care that much that you're doing that. And even more misconstrued is that you think your hate is a solution for something, mm. your anger and your violence is a solution for something. Mm-hmm. There is so much. This podcast is ultimately about love. We speak about a lot of different things. There is so, that country is so devoid of love right now. That's a good point. It's just, it's appalling. And then everyone who speaks out about it, they all are, they all speak about we're divided. We need to come together. But honestly, nine times out of nine, when I see someone speaking about it, I'm like, I don't get any love from what you're bringing either.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's all, almost uh, coming from a, a place of, uh, I mean, it's coming from a, from a place of fear and frustration and people are, are, are wanting to force certain things, you know, force people to act a certain way and be a certain way. But nothing organically is going to grow that way through force. It needs to happen because you want it to happen. Like what are some of the ways that, okay, so let's think about it this way. Okay. Cause we, 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 we kind of alluded to the fact that there's a lot that you get upset about that you can't control mm-hmm. and you don't focus on the things that you can control. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what, what can you control? First of all, you, you can start with yourself. Uh, exactly. That's one person that you can 100% control. Right. You can control your thoughts. You control your actions. You control your daily habits, what you're doing every single day. Okay. Family. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't control your family, but I mean, these are people within your vicinity that you can influence and then and, and vice versa and that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But start with yourself first.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me think of this story that I'll tell that is very personal to me because it, it, it's about me and we played soccer for a million and one years together. It <laughs> was a long time. And I, I, I wouldn't have that long of a fuse getting pretty amped up on the field if something happened. And for many, I love that about you. Yeah. It, was, it was it was so entertaining. <laughs> and for many years, it really got the better of me. Okay, and all it did was create more of that hostility. Without question. See, that's interesting because those were only
1: moments for you because you weren't that guy outside of those particular mm, moments. Not at all.
0: No, it was just from it was just from the adrenaline is flowing. Exactly. Competition. Yep dudes you know sports that's kind of how it went
1: testosterone yep scene. all that yeah
0: what well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i see, you tricked me into saying yes to that <laughs> <laughs> um and one day i'll uh, spare the details but but one game in my whatever mid or later 20s just some shit happened it wasn't any dissimilar from a million other occurrences that happened but the aftermath of it I was so embarrassed and ashamed of myself. It was just like a a total reality check of what I was doing. Mm. And it initiated and instigated me to change my life. And going back to your point of what you had said a few minutes ago, what can you control? Well, you can control yourself. You can control reacting versus responding, responding being the better one as opposed to reacting. And in those instances, I was reacting all the time, instantly, right? Out of this instinctual quote unquote, um, compulsion if that's the right way to put it that i would just kind of go off the handle i think a lot of people are like that actually and it took me a good three years to Mm. pretty much a hundred percent kick that quote-unquote instinctual reaction whereby when the same thing would happen whether you know someone would be aggressive or physically you know get at me or whatever would be instead of me going right back at them in the same same capacity Mm -hmm. i didn't anymore i just stopped or i'd say something or i'd say hey man do you really got to do that like do we have to play that way why don't we just ease up and believe you me i got i still got a few fuck yous from that of course but but more and more for whatever interesting reason i started getting a lot of apologies okay so i i feel like you kind of left out a part of that story
1: because you you said that you were embarrassed based on this one particular incident that that happened so did you just have the self-awareness to know that you had overreacted and you were just em- embarrassed uh, in-, in that way?
0: Or I'm feeling like it was something beyond that. Something beyond that. So at that particular game, my at the time, my girlfriend, her parents were there, her grandparents were there.
1: Okay, I like where this is going. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and so they were all watching the game, and it was because our team was playing her brother's team.
1: Oh, right, right, right. And it was
0: like the first time we'd ever played each other. Okay. And so they all came out to watch, and then there was an altercation, of course, right in front of the bleachers. Oh, this gets better. Yeah. (laughs) And, And so they just they just saw it all. And it wasn't anything crazy or anything like that, but it was just like a very heated kind of instance between me and this other person on the other team. Did you threaten his life and the life of his children? <laughs> Not his children.
1: <laughs> and, uh, okay, so there was a death threat in front of your girlfriend's grandparents. This is great. I'm glad we're getting this out. Yeah,
0: and, uh, and so after the game, she was... I mean, she was kind of, sort of, okay with it, because she'd seen it happen before. Yeah. But what she said about her family's impression, I was, I was ashamed of myself. What a, what, what a reality check, I guess. <laughs> Just right? a total reality check. But it still took three years from that particular moment for you to kind of well, yeah. make it. Wow. Yeah. Because wow. my my learned instinct was, when someone hits me, or when someone steps on my ankle, or when someone elbows me, I'm mad. Right. I'm pissed off. Yeah, I'm getting retribution. Okay. I'm staking my claim on this. This this does, this isn't going to happen this way because you know, I'm not going to allow it. This the it doesn't work that way
1: yeah. around here. Yeah. <laughs> right. And if you think it's going to happen again, think again because right. I'm going to get you first.
0: And it's just but the feelings of shame and embarrassment were so strong I just it honestly was it, like like I said the change didn't happen the next day, but my whole perspective literally switched on a dime. Okay. So that's
1: really interesting because we do use shame nowadays as a way to try and change people's behavior, Yeah. right? Especially online. And I, I but it's, it's, it's being weaponized now to a certain degree as well, right? Like we'll shame somebody for their Beliefs. If you if you if you say something or tweet something or post something that that people don't necessarily agree with, or they they interpret it as you being insensitive or a, or a dick or or whatever it is, they will shame you and sometimes reshare your content with their own audience and say, "Look how big of a dick this guy is. Let's get them, guys."
0: There's a difference between being shamed and feeling ashamed. Okay. Yes. Feeling ashamed is you've garnered the self-awareness to acknowledge that there is something truly there that you need to adjust your behavior hmm. being shamed which i i could probably happen in this direction as well but being shamed is that's just seems like a that's just seems like a low low level of how to go about something like no one shamed me in that instance whatsoever all that happened was my girlfriend at the time said you know, she was like, my, my grandparents were quite taken aback by what had happened (laughs) basically in a nutshell. Right. And, and I was like, I, I felt ashamed on my own accord. Right. And rightfully so I should have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot different than if someone were to come at me full tilt saying, insulting me, which is I think largely what happens in today's day and age. Right. And people are, people are thinking that they have some sort of social policing responsibility to yep. fucking tell everybody else how to live their life. Oh, they look for it, man. Yeah. They look for it. Go out,
1: of, go, go out of their way to actually find right. things that they're upset about. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's, let's think about how, like, let's say for instance, I'm someone who's come to the realization that I'm unhappy and that I'm the creator of my own unhappiness. What are some of the ways or some of the, What are some pieces of advice that you would give to someone and say, these are things that you can start doing that are going to improve your life. These are, this is a way to kind of take back control and rewrite your story a little bit. Like you and I are pretty laid back. You know, we're pretty, um, level headed to a certain degree. Uh, I think we have, we both have good habits. I think we, Mm -hmm. we surround ourselves with, with good people. I think that we consume things that are, for the most part, good for us, whether that's the food that we put into our mouths or the media that we shove into our our, our our eyes and ears. Mm-hmm. But what would you say to somebody that was like, hey, I I, I, I want to change, but I don't know where to start. What are some like small things that maybe they could start doing tomorrow?
0: Step one, if you've lived enough years of life, you've been through some sort of trauma. Right. Okay. However you want to Qualify or quantify that you've been through some sort of trauma. Sure. Difference between being able to manage that and navigate that in a in a more positive way is, are you are you keeping the trauma within? Not. I don't mean by. Bottling it in and not dealing with it or addressing it, but are you keeping it within your own self, or are you finding ways to put it on other people? Oh, and by that I mean, are you just being shitty to other people, right? Like, there's a big difference between someone going through someone awful and then taking it out on everybody they see. Sure, I'm mad at the world because something has happened to me. Okay, whereas something can happen to you, but you don't have to be mad at the world. You can be mad but you don't have to be mad at the world and take it out on everyone and i think what ends up happening possibly is that it's a feeling of power it's, it becomes a feeling of control for people when they could say well i'm going to i'm going to be shitty i'm going to be angry i'm going to take it out on someone else i'm going to and make them feel lesser than me and smaller than me and yeah. right yeah. as a way to manage their own pain and their own hurt well that's that i think we've we've quoted i can't remember where this is
1: from but uh, uh, a man will go around cutting off the heads of others to make himself feel taller, taller yeah yeah which is which is kind of a, of a of a cool quote that for whatever reason i i've always kind of kept in my mind just because it makes so much sense to me you know you're 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 tearing other people down to try and build mm-hmm. yourself up but w- what is that what is that really doing i mean you you're you're, you're not I, I don't think that you're feeding your soul that way you know, it's, it's, it's almost kind of like a temporary satisfaction. I mean, how often, and, and I, and I've been guilty of this as well in the past where maybe I've lost my temper with fill in the blank. I don't know, a bus driver, a bank teller, uh, uh, whatever. I'm having a hard, I, I really don't lose my temper. Yeah, was... and, and these are the kinds of, I'm just, I'm trying to think about situations where people are, are shitty to other people. And Nine times out of ten, unless you're a total sociopath, you're probably lying down in bed at night and thinking, wow, that was a really shitty thing to do. I feel really shitty about it. I I would hope so, actually. How could you not, man? Like I said, unless you're a sociopath or
0: unless you're that lost. But this is the thing. This is where I think that maybe you and I get lost and I would imagine people that are listening now is that you're so far removed and detached from that mind frame Mm. That it's the same ailment that I have, in that you think, well, how can people not be that way? Right. But then you look around and look at all the atrocities that are happening on a day to day basis. And so, whereas I'd like to believe that people are laying down at the end of the night and being like, wow, I really sucked today as a human being, tomorrow's going to be better. I, I I don't know if I totally see a lot of no, eh? evidence of oh, that. Fuck, see, I believe in people too much again. I know. <laughs> I,
1: mean, I mean, but no, I, I I appreciate you being the voice of reason because maybe that is the case. I don't know. I would I I know that I've had those moments of regret where I was like, I really wish I would have dealt with that particular situation better. You know, I'll probably never see that person again, but I didn't really need to. Again, but uh,
0: you're interested in you're interested in your personal betterment and your growth and your ability to be more in control and connected and more at peace. You got to remember that there's probably a lot of people that don't even know what that is.
1: Yeah, I guess like, you give people too much credit sometimes. Eh?
0: I don't think it's a matter of believing in people or giving more credit. It's just when you're in a different headspace and you're aware of what what exists versus what doesn't, and it might seem really foreign to think that a concept of how you live your life and treat people is it could be a matter of education. Mm-hmm. It, it's true. It, it can be a matter of just ignorance, not in a rude way, that people are just they think that no, this is okay. This is okay. I'm a customer here. I pay for whatever it is I'm trying right, to get right, here. Right, I'm right, paying right. for this service. So if it's not what I want it to be, I'm going to be a dickhead
1: <laughs> and I feel okay about that <laughs> justified in my actions that way. Yeah. And I feel okay about that. What do I do with that anger? If I, if I've experienced trauma and I'm an angry person, what are my outlets? What, what are, what, how do I bring some peace into my life when I'm mad at the world or mad at Trump or mad at fill in the blank kind of thing? Like how, how do I use my
0: anger in a more productive way? Outlets, I guess. It's like electrical. Um, yeah, that. I mean, that would. Yeah, I guess that'd be pretty shocking. <laughs> that was just totally brilliant. <laughs> I don't know if okay. you're pulling my leg right now. No, I was, man. No, okay, hey, I,
1: I was not expecting that. That was that was pretty good. I, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else is gonna find it that funny but it's
0: it's tough it's tough for me to say because I think of myself and yeah I'm just using the example of when I would be playing sports but I, I think at the time if if anyone were to come up to me and, and tell me hey you gotta simmer down or you sort of let your anger get a, away from you at times I'd be like okay thanks right. are we done here sure <laughs> any like anything else yeah 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 because for me what had happened is that, it, it just was on, like I said, I just felt such a degree of shame. I didn't, that feeling overrode any other feeling I may have had by feeling as though I one-upped someone or, or I took back my pride or whatever it was from what I did. So someone who has an anger issue, I mean, people have to want to make a change.
1: Okay. So that there has to be another prevailing, sent, uh, not sentiment, but like a a, a a more powerful feeling in order for you to want to make a change.
0: I believe so. I mean, I think we've both experienced enough in our lives and whether it's actually in our personal lives or just something you watch or read. I mean, really, how many times have I heard people aren't going to change unless they want to or you're not going to change anyone unless they change themselves. So maybe try investing in something that you love then. Right. Cause I mean, if, yeah. if you're, if you're investing
1: your anger into becoming more angry by reading more of Trump's tweets or meeting or, 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 you know, consuming more media that makes you crazy. Uh, at, like, why not at least try and like set a, an alarm on your phone or something like that, or something to kind of click you back into reality to say, okay, you know what? Enough of that. Pick up a book. I know it sounds ridiculous for most people, but I mean, that's where the good stuff is. Um, you know change the channel put on some sort of a a youtube video documentary something like that that's gonna feed your brain and and not destroy it you know like my octopus teacher my octopus teacher shout out to octopuses yeah yeah 100 percent. but that's what i mean you know like at least give yourself a a moment of reprieve put your phone away put something like that on and just try and lose yourself in that particular moment Because the more that you kind of either balance yourself with good stuff like that, I think it's just going to eventually, you know, it's going to
0: affect your overall mood. I agree 100%, but we're so far off of center with finding who we are and being who we're supposed to be. I don't know what the solution of this is. I mean, even going back to circling back to this whole thing of politics, voting is important being educated as to who you're voting for or wish to vote for or what platform they represent what camp and i mean you even said it how often they really follow through on anything anyways right whatever nonetheless i think that is important does that also mean you should devote three and a half hours of your day to all that bullshit that you just finished speaking about like yeah useless tweets and this person said that and fucking people just being idiots on television, on the news. No, Yeah. but people do because it's exciting it's dramatic and it sets off some sort of weird fucked up chemical in our brains that we think is supposed to be important. And, and I don't know, right. It, but it perpetuates itself. It perpetuates. You have to cut the addiction on your own. I agree. And I agree. find something that's more important. Like it's just awareness. It's it just, I, I know it's such a buzzword, but it really comes back to that. Like, if you like watching that crap on television more than reading a a good book or something that you can learn in a book that's enjoyable, well, I don't, how do I help you? Well, who helps you then? True. But I I do think
1: that, I mean, it it is addictive, though. You know, like these, these, these particular forms of media are set up in a way to, uh, to 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 keep you you know that's why they're so sensational right you got all these different stars and stripes coming across the screen and it's all you know it's 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 it, it, things are kind of dancing in your face and all the the newscasters are uh, interesting looking semi attractive people but also kind of have these weird I don't know like I've watched Fox sometimes mm-hmm. and it's just even 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 the their 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 facial structure is is I, I think that they cast these people in a way where they need them to be people that you can almost not look away from like everything mm. about it is addictive it's like they've got these addictive mannerisms and the way that they look is intriguing and the things that they're saying and the and, and the crawler on the bottom of the screen is always some sort of sensationalized headline and it's just you get sucked in you know you get totally sucked in and uh i think that some people are kind of powerless against it, you know?
0: Well, I, I don't doubt that to be the case. I mean, it makes me think about the documentary we spoke about it before, The Social Dilemma, where when you learn actually what goes on behind the scenes with how they orchestrate and 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 the architecture that goes behind social media to prey on those parts of a person's psyche, I, I wouldn't doubt that the same thing happens with all those things that you just mentioned. With television, yeah, yeah totally. exactly.
1: Because again, uh, uh, attention is currency, Because the longer that you're watching, the more that advertisers can get your attention and the more shit that they can sell you, right? So
0: I just think it's almost comical though that people watch this and it's like, what do you think is going to happen to you by consuming so much of this? You think it's changing your, your, you're going to change something or it's going to, it's going to change your life for the better? I mean, it Uh, makes me think exactly about how this was quite a while ago that we were speaking about this, but. You had said that you just got to the point where you unfollowed basically your whole Twitter feed because yeah. it was just fucking trash. It, yeah. Well, what like what was the genesis of that? What was what changed from Derek follow this, 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 and this to I'm purging all this crap?
1: Yeah, great question. Uh, I, and, and that came back to self awareness as well. You know, like I, I would realize that after I would log off of Twitter after whatever amount of time, I was angry. You know, yeah. I was frustrated I was I was I was seeing because people would post videos of you know people getting at rallies getting into fights and getting assaulted and 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 people throwing bags of piss at each other and you know uh, uh, differing points of views and all men are assholes and women are stupid and all like it's just it's it's it, it, you, you don't realize it you think that you're following people that are 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 are, are going be able to kind of inform you mm-hmm but it, it's it's not information that you'd necessarily need to know, I don't think. Mm-hmm. You know? And and coming to that realization, be like, okay, well I I can't I gotta clean this up. I, I need more motivation in my life. I need more people that are winning at life, I need more people that are helping each other in life. And there's a side of Twitter that's exactly like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that are posting every day about the workouts that they're doing and the food that they're eating and motivating each other and inspirational quotes and love and relationships and why it's important to um, you know get your mind right, get your money right, get your relationships right, get your you know like it's it's all positive. And it's like if if I can use this tool to do that, then I'm never going to go back to the other stuff, but I was guilty of that because again, it's 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 addictive stuff and even now because Twitter's got it set up where if somebody even likes something from someone else even though you're not following them it pops up on your feed okay so let's say that i'm following a guy like joe rogan and then he likes a tweet from ben shapiro well now ben shapiro is up on my and he's usually tweeting things that are controversial Controversial, or and then and then of course i click on that and then i'm going through his feed and everybody's telling each other to fuck off and it's like it's difficult to get away from it even if you try to get away from it and i've put in that effort it's still you know it's still out there but at least i'm trying it. I'm, I'm i'm more aware of it now and i'm just a uh, I'm more i'm more balanced i'm i'm happier you know i why do i want to create more conflict in my life you know i was also getting to This area – and Jim Carrey has actually talked about this as well, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, but I was creating conflict in my mind. I would just sit there on the couch and think about scenarios where let's say, oh, if I ever saw this guy that threw this dog across the street, Mm. here's what I would do and here's what I would say. Inventing these scenarios in my mind that will never happen, but getting really worked up and angry about it because – what I what what I've read or, or or found out is that your mind doesn't know the difference. Right, you're experiencing the stressors. You're experiencing even the stressors. You're not there. Yeah. So even though that's not actually happening, your mind is like, "This is happening." So it's 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 still rotting your your
0: your your soul from the inside out. So when you were when you were still in the Twitter abyss, was there anyone close to you that was saying you should cut that shit out? No, no way, okay. no. I was just curious to see. I wanted to sort of, I guess go further on the theory of had there been someone that was sort of telling you you should change this habit you should change this habit to see if that was you that was heated by you or if you were just like no i'm I'm good thanks mind your own fucking business you know what i mean until again it you you do it on your own volition because you realize how toxic it is
1: yeah because I, I don't think that anybody would be able to kind of point to twitter and say because i wouldn't Say to someone, "Oh, did you see this on Twitter?" Because who's on Twitter? You know, like yeah. really? I don't know too many people that have a Twitter account, to be honest with you, aside from people that I used to go to school with, but that was a long time ago. Um, so here, here's what I am going to say, though, man, because I-, I, I, think, okay, so we've talked about you-, you need to work on yourself. Here, the the things that you can worry about that are within your control or within your, uh, within your scope are fixing yourself, working on yourself, helping your family, and helping your community. Those are all things that are kind of within your uh, uh, that that you have some control over, or you can make an impact on. Whether mm-hmm. that's leading by example, whether that's helping others, whether that's um, you know just just being a good father, a good uh, a, a good husband, a good role model. You know, like you, those are all things that you can do. Uh, it never ceases to amaze me, and I hate to to to, to shit on. Twitter. Maybe I do like shitting on Twitter, but. <laughs> Whenever you see somebody tweeting a bunch of really shitty things, whatever that is, you know, maybe they have a problem with with women and they're tweeting a bunch of hate at feminists or, or or whatever else. And then you go to their profile and their profile pic is them with their kids. Right. And I thought to myself, dude, you're a dad. Yeah. Like, what if your what if your boy grows up and sees dad's Twitter account and thinks, oh. My dad's a fucking asshole. Like, I mean, how how are you okay with living that kind of like like again? It, I guess it, it, it comes back to self awareness and not even thinking to yourself. Oh, my my kid might actually see this kind of stuff one day. But how are you being a good role model there? It's it's it, the way that you conduct yourself online still says a, a lot about the kind of person that you are.
0: I think there's been a, a very significant deterioration of just being a baseline role model just right. in the just in just honestly in the base baseline ways of conducting yourself as an adult human being whether you have kids or not I can't remember if we've spoken about this already it doesn't matter but whether you have children or not I believe that if you're if you're an adult of age you know uh, I'm going to assign arbitrary number to it but let's say 30 and up okay you have a baseline inherent responsibility to behave as a reasonable adult because you're not just because you don't have kids. That doesn't mean you don't have an impact and an influence and an overall energetic vibration of, of, of the world that's, you know, coming, coming in from behind you. Yeah, man, we don't have kids. No. And and we try
1: and, you know, be productive members of society. Yeah, absolutely. Role models or whatever else. Well, I mean,
0: uh, I I work with people that are in their twenties, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, it's not me to be a complete fucking turkey brains anyways, but <laughs> you you look at it and you say, well, you know, I work with this person Monday to Friday for a considerable amount of time. You you have to realize that you sort of do have an inherent, whether you fucking like it or not, it doesn't matter. The world needs a little bit more of this tough Checking shit here. It doesn't matter. You have an inherent responsibility to be somewhat of a role model to that person. Sure. And do the right things and say the right things and work from that space. But I agree. I like I I just I see I get up a little bit on my soapbox about this, but I just I see lots of adults just not you're not being playful or youthful, you're being fucking immature Mm. and you have a an eight-year-old daughter or something. Sure. Get a life. (laughs) Jim's just being a little
1: judgmental. No well, big deal. Don't that's big deal. fine.
0: And here's the thing. That's thank you. Great segue. I think <laughs> I think there's I think there's too much of this. Don't be judgmental. Don't be judgmental. It's right, what's, right, it's right, right, what's right. led to the world burning down is because we don't want to harp on anybody being who they want to be. And it's like, Oh, well, yeah. you know what? You're kind of being a shitty person right now. Sure. You're you, just because you have all these rights, quote unquote, yeah, living my best life. And, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not entitled to be a piece of shit. <laughs> this is a, this is a different thing here. Hey
1: man, I appreciate that. I mean, the, I, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I'm probably a little bit more of the, of the live and let live. You know, I, I believe that if you're not you know causing any harm on anyone or hurting anyone and and, and, you know live your life but uh maybe maybe i am in the wrong to a certain degree because maybe that does lead to people um uh, uh kind of living a life devoid of responsibility to a certain degree
0: well i think it's a real blurred line like i think it's very challenging sure i won't disagree with your idea of okay live and let live if you're not hurting anybody that's great but at the same time i mean Do something a little bit more that's outside your own scope of existence. Yeah. Do something a little bit more for yourself so you're more of a contributing person and maybe you are a little bit more of an upbeat person rather than a piece of shit. And so you won't go off the handle next time something happens and ruin someone's day that doesn't deserve it you will be more in control of your responses as opposed to reacting because you've cultivated that from within. Like, honestly, listen, if you don't want to peel your ass off the sofa and you want to watch four hours of television all the fucking night, do that. Yeah. That's fine. But you know what? Be nicer to yourself. And instead of watching four hours of crap CNN or Fox or whatever that dog shit is, yeah. watch four hours of Seinfeld. <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? Like, at least laugh. Sure.
1: And don't,
0: and don't turn off the television being upset.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Listen to this podcast, listen to this podcast over and over and over again, (laughs) especially this
1: episode repeat. Um, so I'm going to share a a couple of things just to, because again, we're, we're, we're circling back to if, if, if I want to make a change in the world, what is that saying? I, 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 I should be the change that I want to, that I want to be in the world. So there is small things that you can do each and every day that are going to help build you up as a human being. Um, so I'm going to read a couple of those off because these these are certain, uh, a couple of things that I truly believe in. Number one, stay hydrated. I think that it it not only does it help you, um, is it is is it good for you physically, but mentally as well. Because what is it like? Your brain is 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 a certain amount. Of water. And I mean, if if you're, if you're operating dehydrated, you're just going to operate on a a lower vibration. You're not going to be your best self. And I I don't know how many people are walking around out there uh, um, dehydrated. And I know that, you know, having to piss every fucking half hour or so is a pain in the ass, but trust me, like wear a diaper, (laughs) (laughs) stay hydrated, get adult diapers and uh, your life is going to improve. Number two gratitude we talk about it all the time Mm. uh being grateful and uh just just something about you don't even necessarily have to tell people that you're grateful for who they are although i'm grateful for you each and every day uh i'm grateful for this podcast i'm grateful for our audience i'm grateful for my mom who loves me i'm grateful for my girlfriend i'm grateful for this apartment like i really each and every day uh, I'll start off my day with thinking about all the wonderful things that are happening in my life. And I think that most people have something that they're thankful for. So don't just do it at Thanksgiving. Being, uh, having, having gratitude as a part of your daily routine is going to make you a better person. It's going to make you like life a little bit more. And even if it's just one, two or three things, be thankful for those one, two or three things. Do you have a cat that you really love? Hmm. Are you grateful for the fact that you found it and that it makes you happy every time you pet it? Be grateful for that because that's awesome. And it'll make you feel good to think about how good it is. Mm -hmm. Number three, we talk about all the time, meditate. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's not easy for everybody to start. I'm sure that a lot of people have tried to meditate. They probably don't know what it is. There's a ton of apps out there that can get you started. Yeah. If you're in Winnipeg, come to Aromance. Alex would get you started. It's an it's an unbelievable place to um, for beginners uh, or for people that are experienced meditators as well. It's brought a lot of peace into my life. It's it's helped me understand where I'm carrying tension in my body. I didn't realize that I that that I was carrying tension in certain parts. Like when we go to focus level ten, most people probably don't know what that is. But when you're checking in with certain parts of your body and you start to relax your lungs, you relax your stomach area, all those kinds <laughs> of things. It's like you
0: really what, put your what focus. What about your eeps? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Inside joke.
0: Yeah. Actually, you know what? I've been uh, I've been doing morning meditation now. Not every day, but but pretty good most most days. Um, I probably don't do any more than 15 or 20 minutes in the morning and that's enough that's more than enough. until I sort of sorta of, until I sort of feel like I've had enough and and honestly I just I just sit there and and sometimes I end up thinking about everything that's happening and sometimes I don't and truthfully it actually happened today I was thinking about everything I had to do and work and things going on in life But I think in, I think it was like 16 minutes or something that I had meditated this morning. I think there was literally, I felt probably about two minutes where I felt like I was just there. Like I was clear. That's dope, man. And, and, and afterward, instead of, it was probably the first time that afterward I, I thought to myself that two minutes is a victory.
1: Ah, see, I love that. I love that. And that seemed okay to me. How could it not be? Yeah. A victory? I'll take it all day. Are you kidding
0: me? Yeah. And I can't tangibly, I don't think I can sort of tangibly assign uh, value to what's happening because I'm, I'm meditating in the morning now consistently, like as opposed to, you know, doing it for two days and then not doing it for four weeks. Consistency. So important, man. Yeah, there. yeah. For sure. Consistency is everything, as you have said many, many times. <laughs> but but it's certainly not hurting me. Of course. Yeah. It's not. Totally. And
1: anyways beautiful please beautiful. continue no 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 fantastic uh so number four uh circulate it's it's important to move every day you yeah know, I, I can't and i know it's getting colder but just taking a walk clearing your head uh yeah. yoga stretching light stretching in the morning i hang from this pull-up bar just hang elongate my spine and that kind of stuff feels great you have been looking taller have i, I think oh, so yeah I, you know i haven't measured myself in a while but i will have to put myself up against the uh yeah. up against the there and the do old the door jam yeah <laughs> But get yeah, getting active, uh, whatever that is. You know, you don't be you don't have to hit the uh, the, the gym six days a week and be doing boot camp and hit cl- and, and and hit classes, and whatever else. But but do circulate. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've started off my day because I work from home and I'll open up my email box and it's just flooded and I'm stressed and I don't know how I'm going to get all this work done. I'll just drop and do like 25 pushups, mm. and I'm telling you, man, it 100 helps you know like things are all of a sudden firing and you know i'm I'm lit up a little bit more and i'm pumped up and i'm feeling good and then i'll sit back down and it's like okay i'm looking at this with fresh eyes now it makes a difference don't judge it till you try it totally absolutely Yeah. and then the last one is uh, educate never stop learning yeah simple as that you know um feed your brain I don't care if you uh, read if it, if it takes you a year to read a book. Read a page every day if you have to. My octopus teacher. <laughs> my octopus teacher. <laughs> Which uh, <laughs> you'll learn something. Yeah, I haven't actually seen that yet, but oh. I, I do have it on my on my to watch list, so I, I'm, I'm gonna have to check it out because I I love the fact that you that you're such a huge proponent, and I, <laughs> I would do I'd be doing myself a disservice if I didn't see it at this point. But uh, definitely, you know, um, learn something. I mean, even if. Um, You know, if you want to start dropping stuff here, if you want to play the guitar, you know, picking it up every day for five minutes, if you want to learn how to code, you know, teach yourself that for five, 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes a day. Think about if you committed to 20 minutes a day where you would be in six months if you wanted to learn about carpentry or... Cooking or fill in the blank. It doesn't take a lot of time. I guarantee you if you picked up a phone right now and looked at your screen time, it would say three hours, four hours, five hours that you're using to scroll Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and all those kinds of things. Take 20 of those minutes and educate yourself on something and watch how your world changes because you will know something that you didn't know before and you might end up developing a skill that you never had. Mm -hmm. So... That's my, that's my that's my That's my that's our advice to mm-hmm. a certain degree to, on on how to help yourself. And if you're helping yourself, you're going to be able to be in a better position where you can help others. So you're going to be better for yourself, better for your family, and better for your community. It all starts at ground level. It all starts at ground level. It all starts with you, one hundred percent. And that person. You can change that person. You can control. You can't control Trump. I don't care how many times you tweet him. I don't care how many, how, how how angry you get about it. And even when he's gone, there will be another person that you will, that you will end up hating. Mm -hmm. It, it, you know, it's probably not going to be Biden, but it'll be the people at Fox news, or it'll be um, Ben Shapiro or whoever, whoever that boogeyman is, or whoever it is that your hate is going to be directed towards. It'll go from Trump to someone else. You'll be just as unhappy Bring it back. Work on yourself. Look in the mirror tomorrow and say, I'm going to make a change. Start with these pieces of advice that I told you about. Hydrate, appreciate, meditate, circulate, and educate. And you're going to change your life. And you're going to change the life of those around you. And I believe that.
0: I think a lot of people are waiting for things around them to change. Pow, man. 100%. And so 100. 10%. this information here, what you're saying, this advice is, its again, just be the – Honestly, sort of, even to a degree. Fuck the change you want to see in the world. Just, just be a change for yourself. Be a change for yourself. Yeah. Know that you deserve that and try. That's a great. That's a great summary statement there. Know that you deserve that and try. Give it a shot. Yeah. You know, do these things. Do them consistently and 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 and, and message us.
1: You mm-hmm. know, do it for do it for two weeks. Do it for a month and message us and let us know if if it's helped and made a difference. I guarantee you it will. I guarantee you. I mean, I I don't have a money back guarantee. He's not paying me for anything, but, <laughs> but I mean, how could it not? Explain to me if you if you incorporated these five easy things into your life every single day, how your life how how could it not change? How could you not feel better? And it's 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 impossible not to.
0: I think what ends up happening a little bit is also the the uh, the ease and the convenience of of things, right? So it's a lot. I get it. You've had a long day, a tough day for any variety of reasons. And so it's a lot easier to just to come home and turn on the television yes. than to go and exercise. Absolutely. Even though exercise is much more to your benefit. Right. Um, but I certainly feel that way on lots of days. As, as I do I want to do yeah. it. But then it's also you, you have to step back and reevaluate where you're at. So maybe you don't have the energy to go out and exercise, but don't use that as your benchmark and say, well, then nuts to all of it. I am going to absorb two and a half hours of garbage on the television mm-hmm. instead. Then read a book. Then re- Exactly. Then read a book. Yes. Then, then do something that has a, a, a better level of productivity. Then try to meditate. Yes. All that requires is just sitting there.
1: That's great advice, Jim. That's great advice because you're 100% right. What people will do is they will not go to the gym and they'll give up and say, fuck it, I'm just going to sit on this couch.
0: Just because you're not
1: going to the gym doesn't mean you can't do something else. And that's a great point. Right. Totally. I mean, what's stopping you from yeah picking up a book and, and, and learning something, educating yourself? Right, totally. Yeah. Well, I think that we're going to leave you with that. Okay. Because I think that's a you know great uh, great kind of exclamation point on whatever this podcast was. We went from Trump to be the change you want to be in the world to uh, soccer semen.
0: I don't know. Like I think we um, covered a what? lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. As long as you got one thing out of this. <laughs> it's one more thing than you had i don't know 50 minutes ago boom thank you all so much for listening uh we are
1: straight love i haven't told you to hit us up on instagram if you haven't already that's scr the number eight dot love give us a follow give us a like we like you and i love you man love you okay we love you thank you so much for listening bye